Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. It all massively helps out the channel. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account who says, Thinking if I, 36 male, should leave my wife, 36 female, because she openly resents our son seven male neither of us was sure about having kids we were married five years before finding out she was pregnant both nervous as hell but in the end she wanted to try having the baby and i agreed it was hard at first parenthood is in general but i love my son he's wonderful smart energetic and warms my heart my wife for the most part was great with him Occasionally, we both would get burned out and find some time to have date nights or individual free time. Over a year ago before lockdown, my wife started becoming very irritated over anything he'd do. Accidentally spill a little apple juice on the counter and she'd yell at him like if he'd destroyed a family heirloom. It was something that had happened every now and then, but we'd talk about it and she would apologize to him. Pandemic was really rough. We both had our jobs, just were working from home and our son wasn't in school. At first, I thought the frustration came from being cooped up at home and not being able to go out. My son's been going to school again for months and we're all back to going out. Things haven't improved. Finally had a sit down with my wife because no matter what mood she's in, she could be happy and smiling, but when my son comes in, her mood shifts. And I notice it more now. My wife has told me that for the longest time, she's resented having our son. Motherhood isn't what she thought it was going to be and missed it only being the two of us. She didn't expect her life to be this way with a child and she regrets having him at all. It was a hard conversation to have, but one we really needed to. I've talked to her about getting therapy, individual, couples or both, whatever it takes. She's refused because she claims she doesn't need help. We tried going on more date nights, being a couple if she feels like we're not getting enough of that. Have her spend some more one-on-one time with him, which she doesn't want to do. It doesn't matter. As soon as we get home and in our son's presence, she's more serious. I asked her once, does she love him? My wife says that she does, just doesn't like him. That was painful. I want to work on this with her, get therapy. She doesn't want to. What's pushing me to want to leave is because my son is starting to pick up on this. No seven-year-old kid should be asking why mum's always mad at him. I love my wife, but I'm scared of him growing up with someone who doesn't like him. Is this really it? Is the next best thing to leave or is there any way to get her to understand I can't have our son living like this? And we're going to start off with Hella High at Hogwarts who says, I grew up with a mother who loved me but didn't like me. She fucked me up so hardcore. I'd let your wife know that if she isn't in therapy and making progress immediately, you'll be all done. 
Your kiddo comes first. OP replied to that saying, I'm very sorry about your mother. That's exactly what I want to avoid with my son. He doesn't deserve any of this. I really hope another talk, this time with a mention of divorce if nothing improves, will get her to understand how serious I am this time. The last Basloop says, this is really it. You cannot make your son continue to live with a person who actively and blatantly dislikes him and finds fault with everything he does. You have to put his needs first and that means getting him away from his mother at least most of the time. Maybe if she only has minimal custody or visitation, they can build a better relationship. But if she continues treating him badly when it's her custody time, you will need to address that too. Dazed, confused use says, okay, so therapy for her would be great, but I hate seeing all these people jump to her being a narc. That's jealous of your son. She just regrets being a parent. No diagnosis or medicine will fix that. As a kid, I was an oops baby. My mom always talks about how she didn't even know now she was pregnant until she was nearly halfway through. My dad loved me and she resented me. Then my dad died. My childhood was horrible. My mom and I are on decent terms now, but she obviously didn't enjoy being around me until I was in college. Whatever you do, please don't force your child to be alone with someone who resents him. It will affect his mental health and interpersonal relationships for the rest of his life. Believe me. Kitakai says, you think that she doesn't understand, but I don't think she doesn't understand. I think she resents in him and maybe does her best to keep it together, but maybe she has no interest in being a mum at this point. That said, I will talk to her again, express that if she's not willing to seek support or to explore ways to get back somewhat of the life you previously had, then you can't have your son feeling the fact that she doesn't like him. Then you get a divorce. I do think it warrants the question to her. What would make things better for her at this point? For him not to be around? Then let her go. And one more from RNG Wen who says, Hi OP, friendly neighborhood, child and adolescent therapist here. You have a choice to make, your wife or your son. Kids who have parents like this never really recover when they could have been. Depression, anxiety, self-esteem issues, personality disorders, drug use, risky life choices, more likely to have partners that abuse them. Can you get better? Yes, with a lot of time and therapy. That great kid is never ever going to be what he could have been. You could either show him that he deserves to be treated with respect or that he can be treated like shit by his primary familial attachments. He will believe he deserves it his entire life. I cannot stress this will fuck him up enough. I am a certified CPTSD specialist. I've taken an occasional case of a 60-year-old still fucked up from their parents treating them like this. I always have a sprinkling of adult clients. So then OP comes in to update the post, which says, well, it's been a hard few days, but it happened. Didn't want it to, but it needed to. I took my son out of there. Trying to talk with my wife about this a couple of days after posting this got us nowhere. Even if therapy wasn't going to be the miracle that makes her want to be a mother to our son, I told her it wouldn't hurt to have somewhere to talk about her feelings get to the core of why she feels this way and if maybe there's a way to work on it so that it wouldn't have to be a deep impact on how she is with him. She refused and I asked her, does she ever think it will get better? As in, does my wife believe she could see herself caring for him and being what he needs at all in the future? The answer wasn't going to determine if I left or not, but that's something I just wanted to know for myself. She said no. When I told her that it's not going to work out between us because his well-being comes first, she begged me to stay. All these promises of not treating him negatively and putting on a face for him but still will not do therapy at all because she doesn't need help. 
Then all of a sudden she gets angry and to get out. Then if I only just want to be with my son, it was heartbreaking. We ended up leaving since she didn't want to leave the apartment. He was still half asleep when we left. So all I've told him so far is we're just taking a short vacation. He believes it since we're staying at a hotel for now, but he does keep asking about her. I'm trying my best to keep it together for him. My heart's still broken though. I hate that it had to end like this, but many of you were right, and I know this too. He had to come first, and this was already messing him up. I know it was the right choice. Feels like my life just came to a hard stop, and I'm just trying to get my bearings still. She hasn't contacted me since we left. My family is aware of what's happening though, so I'm glad to have their support. My sister offered to have my son spend the weekend with them so he could be with his cousins. Since he's not here right now, I decided to use some of my free time to type this up. Thank you for being the push I needed to do something. Deep down, I know it was what needed to be done. Yes, just needed it to be said. And this one just breaks my heart. And I know it had to be done from Opie's point of view and for the child's point of view, absolutely. But just to think of what that kid must be thinking about what's going on and when they eventually find out, it's going to be pretty devastating for them, I imagine. And stories for kids, it just always hurts. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from R.A. Clean Bean, who says, am I the arsehole for fully going in on achieving my career goals in response to my partner doing the same? A few months back, he came up to me and told me he is quitting his job and doing a degree so he can aim towards his dream career great idea but he didn't include me in the conversation at all it's his choice completely but i could have been more financially prepared if he told me at the start do a few more overtimes maybe cut back a little on certain wants he's working part-time at a bar three nights a week so we have a lot less money and have needed to move to a cheaper area because of it for his sake we split the bills 50 50 and anything else is with our own money i still tend to buy him dinner slash drinks or small wants etc as I'm not a dick. While our new apartment place is a downgrade for him, it's what I am used to living in growing up. I'm a lot happier with the cheaper rent. He's also spending more time in the working slash studying grind set while still doing his usual one to two hour gym sessions, meaning I had to pick up on the housework and general to-dos of life. I have had a promotion and raise at work recently. He decided to go full on in career goals, so I thought fuck it and decided to do a few evening classes and certifications. I now have the cash to spend on it and have goals of my own, which I had to put to the side at times over the years for my partner. He's doing it, I should be able to. He thinks I'm being selfish and doing it despite him. He says he's doing it for us and I'm just making it more difficult for him for no reason. Sure, there's a little bit of spite, but if he can drop everything with no warning for himself, then I can do the same. The bills are being paid and we have food on the table, so it's not an issue in my opinion. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Now, to me, I'm automatically going to come out with a not the arsehole in this particular situation. I don't think he was asking for much, just a bit of communication beforehand before dealing with all of this, and things might be in a bit of a better position. And obviously, I'm no expert in this, but I gotta say, what does the future hold if you continue like this though? I mean, if you really do love each other, then surely you gotta communicate better. Otherwise, issues like this will just continue to keep coming up again and again and eventually break your relationship. But hey, who the F am I? Ashes2022 says, not the asshole. How are you being selfish? You changed your lifestyle for him, furthered your career, and you are even picking up the slack at home as he is busy. Not the arsehole, but he should be supporting your advancement, not criticizing you. Valis Grazia says, not the arsehole. I checked the whiny ass crybaby dictionary and apparently you are selfish in this context means, oh shit, I need to pull weight like a proper adult and prioritize needs over wants. Good luck with your studies. Banff says, not the arsehole. You said you had the cash to pay for the classes, so it's not like you were asking for the two of you to move to a cheaper place again. And after all, when he made his decision, he told you about it, didn't ask you or get your input at all, just expected you to agree with him and move on. He is the one who set the precedent for your own decision. It sounds like you've put enough of your life goals aside for him for long enough. You should be able to go for your goals just as much as him. I suspect he is just mad because he's expecting you to sit back and just support him without having ambitions of your own. To be his good, little supportive partner, not an independent human being with ambitions of your own, or even an equal partner in this relationship. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below, and let's move on to another story, which this one comes from Doggo No, who says, Am I the asshole for telling my husband to get rid of our son's dog? I've been terrified of dogs since I was young. My husband knew, but I don't think he realized how bad it was until recently. He got our son a dog and at first I was angry but he promised it wouldn't come near me and our son was really happy so I agreed they could keep it as long as it was kept away from me. For two months it was fine and I barely thought about the dog being so close but a few days ago the dog came inside and it freaked me out. I told my husband he had to get rid of it now since he broke his promise and I didn't trust him to keep it away from me anymore. My husband doesn't want to get rid of it because our son is very attached to it already and the dog is harmless according to him. He wants me to let him take me around the dog so I'll stop being so scared of it but I've refused and told him it had to go. We argued and he told me that if I wanted it gone, I would have to take it myself. My in-laws came to visit yesterday and my mother-in-law asked me if something had happened between us because I'm still angry at him and she noticed. I told her about the dog and she told him off and said she taught him better than to traumatize his pregnant wife. Now my husband is upset at me because he thinks I only told his parents to force him to do what I wanted and that would hurt our son if we got rid of the dog now. Am I the asshole? And we'll start off with meanest goose who says everyone sucks here. If your phobia is that bad and you're unwilling to address it, you should never have allowed the dog to stay even one night. 
Your husband never should have gotten a dog without your consent, and the breeder or rescue never should have allowed him to have a dog without knowing all the adults in the home were on board. Now your son and a dog will be hurt because of your collective actions. You're wrong, says this can't be fucking real. Like you seriously thought you'd be able to have no contact with a dog you live with. Dinosaur Doctor says everyone sucks here. Husband is an asshole for not being considerate of your fears. You for agreeing to a dog you knew you couldn't handle and then trying to get rid of it after your son has grown attached. Trixon says everyone sucks here, but honestly, mostly you're the asshole. Why did you let your son keep the dog for two months? What did you expect that it would just stay outside forever? That's some assholeish behavior to begin with. Unless it was a dog that enjoys the outdoors, dogs need to be inside with their pack. So again, what did you expect would happen here? Your husband is obviously an asshole for apparently not realizing how frightened you are, but fuck, take some ownership of this situation. You should have rehomed the dog in a responsible way immediately instead of hurting both your son and the dog by allowing a relationship to form. You honestly sound so selfish. And one more from the Jackal Reborn who says everyone sucks here. Your husband was wrong to get the dog without consulting you. However, if you were going to disallow the dog, you had to do it immediately. It is really unfair on your child to let them get attached for two months and then change your mind. Obviously, you were going to have to come into contact with a dog that lives in your home. Your husband is also wrong to say it is okay for the dog to be removed, but you have to do it. What kind of pathetic position is that? It doesn't stand by your son or the dog and it belittles you. He should have the strength in his conviction to either defend having the dog or agree that it needs to leave for your good. To introduce the dog into your home and then act so passive is really weak. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? A lot of people going down the you're the arsehole route. A lot of people, everyone sucks here. I couldn't see any not the arseholes on there, but let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Rotten Mum Is Me, who says, Am I the asshole for not taking a blind child to the pool? We got one last really nice warm day. I said I would take my son and his friends to the pool this morning. When he was texting everyone, he told me one of his friends had a cousin over and asked, would we be able to take her as well? I asked how old the cousin is and if she knows how to swim. He said 10 and yes, so I said, of course. We get to the house and I meet this cousin and she is blind. Right away, I felt nervous. I was going to have six kids with me and no other adults. I've always been a little neurotic about water safety. My son is a great swimmer and so are his friends, but I've never met this girl before and I don't know if she is a strong swimmer. I was worried that I would be constantly watching her the whole time and that would mean I wasn't paying enough attention to the other kids. I decided to take the kids to the park instead. The kids complained, but I said there was a problem at the pool and they got over it. Eight-year-olds have short attention spans. The cousin is getting along with the boys, even though she's a couple of years older. I did text all the parents to let them know where we are for safety. The aunt of the little girl just texted me back, asking me what happened to the pool plan. I text back that I decided on the park instead. She asked why, and I said six kids at the pool is a lot, and the park is less stressful. She asked if I didn't take them to the pool because of her niece is blind. I said six kids and water with one adult is just a lot. She said I was fine with five and it seems obvious I just didn't want to watch a blind child in the water. I responded that even if that's true, which yeah, it is, I just didn't want to admit it. Would that really be so bad? If I'm not comfortable in my ability to keep the kids safe in water, I shouldn't supervise them in water. 
She said, if I can't keep kids safe in water, I'm a bad mum and I'm being a bitch to a 10-year-old. I like this girl. She is so sweet, but I get anxious about water safety. Am I being a bitch? Should I take them to the pool? And we'll start off with right B9809, who says one adult with six kids, one whom is blind, seems like a recipe for disaster. I feel stressed just imagining it. Not the asshole at all. By the way, acting like a child who is blind and being placed in an unfamiliar environment is a non-issue. Is just stupid. Dogs reading books says not the asshole at all. We were not comfortable taking all of them, including the girl, to the pool. That is reason enough. The aunt shouldn't be pressing you on this. In fact, she should know that of course it takes more to watch a blind kid than a non-blind one when you're not used to doing it and don't know the kid. Miss Jamie Farr says not the asshole the aunt is though. This was not her call. Her pushing the issue with you was wrong. She sounds like the type to create prejudice and then complain about it. If there had been a problem at the pool, I bet she would have jumped to it to blame you for it. She sounds awful. Tiny Rascal Sora says not the arsehole. I wear extremely high prescription glasses. Without them, everything is just a flat mixed blur of color. I cannot judge distance or make out shapes. I say this from my own experience. As a child, I had to have a close adult attention on me at the pool. I was a strong swimmer, but I couldn't locate ladders or tell the difference between the deep and shallow end or know where to try to get help from. I almost drowned once just because I got too close to the water slide and was knocked under with significant force. I also hit my head on the ladders and sides of the pool at decent speeds. There were no lifeguards and OP was the only person who could watch the girl and could only give her partial attention. It was an unfamiliar pool where the girl didn't know where anything was or where to stay safe and there would be a lot of people who didn't know about a disability and might complicate things. Please don't call OP ableist. My own mother wouldn't have let me go with OP for these reasons. The safety of the sight impaired child is crucial. And if you're not sure you can provide that, you don't risk it. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you have dealt with it if you was OP? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. As always, it's absolutely incredible. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care. And much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs. Eat some breakfast, milk and eggs. Brush my teeth up, wash my face. Don't mind, clothes on, start my day Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows Okay, I know that's a dab Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad High quality fashion without the price tag Say hello to Quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.